follow me on a journey toward enhancing your emotional awareness and intelligence. Get ready to expand your mind. This is Essence Podcast. Welcome back to Essence Podcast. You are listening to It Is That Deep. And what we're talking about today is insecurities. And the first question you might have is, what is an insecurity? I'm going to give you a textbook definition. An insecurity is an uncertainty or anxiety about oneself. A feeling of inadequacy, not being good enough. It produces anxiety about your goals, relationships, and ability to handle certain situations. Now, I'm going to go into the types of insecurities. These are the most common that everyone experiences. The first one, insecurities in relationships. The second one, social insecurity. The third one is body image. The fourth one, job insecurity. The last one, basic needs, food, housing, etc. Those are the five most common types of insecurities that everyone faces and feels. You might have it at some point in your life. Now, there are certain signs that you should pay attention to and how you can be emotionally aware and self-aware that you're feeling insecure about something. I'm going to give you a list of the possible things you might feel. That might be an overriding feeling of inadequacy. You might be feeling low self-esteem, self-confidence, and self-worth. You could feel ill-equipped to cope with stressors. It could be general uncertainty about the world. You could be anxious about your relationships with others. You could have poor decision-making skills, and you might have a limited ability to choose quickly. You might be overly critical about yourself and other people. You might try to portray yourself as overly confident and mask how you really feel. You might be a perfectionist to the point of never being satisfied. You might have a strong desire to be alone and avoid social situations. You might be struggling to believe others and build strong relationships based on mutual trust and understanding. And lastly, communication. You might have poor communication patterns that focus on other person's needs and wants more than your own. Now, before I get into this, I also want to tap into the persona. Now, the persona, as explained by Carl Jung, a professor in psychology, it is the aspect of our personality that we present to the world as a means of social adaptation and personal convenience. How do personas affect your insecurities? For me, it was negative because I hid behind a mask. And I know many people do that too. But if you think isolation and insecurities are a good mix, you've lost the plot. Once an insecurity is out and spoken about, it no longer has power over you. I don't think it's useful to create a persona to hide your insecurities. I think it's dangerous because then you get you have it left back in your unconscious and you never deal with it. We're going to dive into that statement 
shortly now some of my main insecurities I'm gonna share them because I didn't come here just to list a bunch of things that people might be feeling and I'll talk about my own feelings as well one of my main insecurities that I had from when I was a child I probably say it was body image now I was a fat kid I mean real chubby <laughs> and I could explain it simply as this I ate everything in sight and lots of it like I remember times my mom would go grocery shopping she would buy Nutella and I come home from school first because school finishes earlier for kids in middle school or primary school as they call it in Ireland so I come home and I get the first crack at the groceries and I see that sealed jar of Nutella and we always had the nice bread I'm talking about that wonder bread it was delicious so what would happen was I think I don't even know how many years this went on I come home after school and the ratio of bread to Nutella was alarming because a lot of the times I might as well have just stuck a spoon in the jar of Nutella and eaten it and not have bread I ate very unhealthy as a kid and as a result of it, I gained a lot of weight. And as a result of gaining that weight, I got bullied for it at school. It was tough. It took a toll on me mentally for a while. It was hard to be comfortable with myself. Yes, I put myself in the situation and created an insecurity out of it. So things like habits, right? You look at, I look at myself now, eating habits, I'm aware of it, to make sure I don't enter that state of insecurity again. And things like that follow you for years. Like I wouldn't say I'm a chubby person now, but you know, you have that sense of inadequacy in your head where you feel like you're not enough. And for me, my body needs to keep getting better. Like I don't think I've had very many times in my life where I was completely satisfied with my body. I can say confidently today that I am, but I took a lot of work to get there. Another insecurity I have, this one's relationships. Because I mentioned insecurity in relationships and how, you know, you struggle to believe others and build strong relationships based on mutual trust and understanding. And then I was also anxious about this specific relationship. And I'm talking about a relationship with my dad. It was tough because not that my dad wasn't around and he didn't live at home and my parents weren't married, but we weren't close. Like I think we watch football on Sundays. Um, we go to church. We might say hi to each other in passing. He would help me with my homework, even though I hated school, but we weren't very close at all. And uh, I think it ate me up as a kid because then I go to school, talk to my friends that I hang out with. And they tell me all these stories about him hanging out with their dad and doing all these awesome things. But I just didn't have that same feeling. And it wasn't his fault. He was busy. It was working. You know, life gets in the way. I'm not upset about it. I was for a time, but now I'm okay. And you know, then it pushed into adolescence where you're growing, puberty hit, hormones were going crazy. And at that point, we just weren't really vibing with each other at all. And, you know, we fought at times, but it all stemmed from the fact that I didn't have that sense of fatherly validation 
that most young men need you know and that relationship with my dad created some intense insecurities because I felt like I would not be enough and you know people might think I'm crazy for coming on here talking about my insecurities but those are things that I feel from like now I can say me and my dad were good like you know we still don't talk as much as we could but I'm older he's older you know I'm busy with life he's busy with life but we still catch up we still talk you know he doesn't live in the country right now but if anything that distance helped us grow a little bit more and how we worked on that was we upped the communication we talked about what we needed from each other where things were lacking before because as a kid we, we lacked communication then again I didn't really know how to communicate as a child I think another insecurity that I had was friendships now most people that know me would think I'm this extroverted social butterfly because I make friends and you know I often very positive and happy but I'm actually a lot more introverted as a kid um, I didn't have a set group of friends um, yeah I was kind of the kid that jumped around from friend group to friend group to friend group because I found it hard to believe others and build strong relationships but I also had low self-esteem low self-confidence low self-worth and an overriding feeling of inadequacy but then the relationship with my dad as well at the time so I also tried to portray myself as something that I wasn't at the time because at this time I wasn't hanging out with my family quite so much you know I see them at home we go to church on Sunday we go for food all the time but the feeling of closeness wasn't there so I was this kid that you know I was okay just hanging out with my friends and this went from the age of like 7 to like 17 so just imagine years of the same cycle the same thought patterns how it affected me mentally and it wasn't good Um, But how it affected my friendship was that I I, I don't know I I felt like I didn't have a place where I belonged With people I could really connect with Because everyone else had this Great beautiful life And I had to put on a mask A persona Of a person that I wasn't So for years the persona That people saw was this happy kid Happy all the time Super extroverted Super outgoing Very kind You know didn't get hurt by things but it was really to mask all the things that I was feeling behind right and that's how I mean personas can be negative because if I was able to talk about it as a kid I feel like my life experiences would have been different however I don't regret going with, going through what I went through because now I'm at a place where I'm healthy and I can think back of it and I, I, I can learn and honestly I think it'll make me a better parent because it forced me to deeply understand the level of relationship and what is required. And I think it makes me a better friend as well because I understand what it's like to have to wear a mask. And sometimes it's nice when you can be around people and be your true self. I got a group of friends now that I really feel that with. That's mostly my team. And I think I found my, not my full identity, but 
my people were athletes. I feel like that's who I most connect with. Um, and it's kind of strange because sports was the first place where I felt like really safe. And I was able to go without feeling judged and I didn't have to be anybody else. I could just go out and play. And I sat down with one of my coaches last week. I talked about previously in the episode Breathe. I had a pretty, pretty rough start to our season. And it almost felt like I had lost my identity in sports. And he sat down, he talked to me, he looked at me, he asked me, do you still love this game? And he said, I don't want to jump to conclusions, but I feel like playing this sport, playing rugby, is a huge part of your identity. It's not all that's in you. It's not all that you have to offer, but it is part of you. And it kind of shook me because I hadn't thought about it for a while, how sports affected me. And not just the fact that I play, but the kind of people you meet. Like I've met friends for life playing sports. And you know, it's not just only sports you have in common, but it is a great gateway to meeting people that you share things with. Some of my best friends are people that I've only played a couple seasons with. And it's crazy to think that you develop such strong relationships because you shared one common interest to begin with. So, now that I've shared my insecurities, I'm not telling people to go around telling everyone their own insecurities, but I do encourage you, dive into them, be open and vulnerable with yourself about them. You don't have to come and talk about it on a podcast, but write it down. And I urge you to do it because the last thing you want to do is keep it locked away in subconscious. Because if you keep it locked away in your subconscious, then it'll only emerge in spurts. And then you have those really weird ups and downs and you have no idea why. Or it's hard to build relationships with people or it's hard to feel like yourself. Or you don't understand why your mind is the way it is. Sometimes writing things down help. I'll give you some strategies. You can talk about them. If you have a group of people that you can trust and want and a feeling of insecurities when you can't trust people. However, if you have just one that you can talk to about it, do that. Another strategy, do not isolate yourself. The most dangerous place any human being can be is by themselves. Sometimes it can be good. Sometimes you need to be alone and work on things and process them. However, when you're in a place where you need support to grow, believe me when I say, when you have a good group of people around you that love you, care for you, want to support you, see you flourish and develop, talk to them about it or be around them. Let them know that you're not 100%, but you need their presence there just to help you get get that little bit further. The last strategy I already talked about, write them down. Now, I mean, journaling. A lot of people don't like writing. You know, I'm one of those people. I tried journaling for a while. A friend of mine a couple months ago introduced me to journaling. And it was good for the first couple weeks. But then as time goes on, you already do enough writing for school. So you don't want to write it down. However, if you're a person that likes to write, I encourage you to go journal. Write it down. You only have to read it right away. However, when those feelings come back up, 
those quote unquote symptoms of insecurities when they emerge go read that book and when you write down how you're feeling at the time write down what you need where you want to go where you want to be you need to have a contrast black and white so that when you're feeling down you have something to look at and help you be more positive I was asked a question when I was talking to one of my friends about insecurities and they said how do you think insecurities affect romantic relationships friendships and family life instantly my mind went to this quote if you never heal from what hurt you you'll bleed on people that didn't cut you i could stop right there but i feel like i need to expand on that a little bit more because we talked about expanding your mind so if you don't deal with insecurities in this specific context the people in your life that love you will suffer consequences that result from you not addressing the issue. I'm going to fast forward, say I'm a father in the future and I still have poor communication skills. I still struggle to believe others and build strong relationships. I have a strong desire to be alone and away from people in social situations. I mask how I feel. I'm overly critical of myself. I'm ill-equipped to deal with stressors. I'm anxious about relationships. My ability as a dad then is therefore jeopardized because I didn't deal with it. Now, I'm not saying anyone has to be perfect in all of these things because insecurities you work on every day for the rest of your life because you will have ups and downs. However, what I am saying is actively do the work actively try to get there so that you don't hurt yourself or the people around you from not addressing things that are bothering you a lot of people in the world today will hide their emotions and hide their feelings and suffer because when you push things deep down into your subconscious the unconscious brain is still active so all those things that you bury they emerge differently like i really wonder sometimes a lot of the things that i've done that i've said that i'm not proud of where they emerged from and it was probably a lot of things that i didn't deal with so talk about them and try to heal now growth isn't linear and neither is healing it's not a straight line it's not a straight goal it is ups and downs wavy lines but eventually you get to a point where it's easier to go up when you've gone down my rugby coach often talks about a dip and that is when you're at a low after coming off a nice trajectory of positivity and things were going great and things were being easy and when you're in the dip you want to quit when you're in the dip you want to give up things are hard things suck things don't make sense but i promise you if you're able to learn from the dip the trajectory back upwards towards that high point is phenomenal 
I'm on the trajectory upwards from a dip right now. I had a dip real early this season. I thought I just got over my summer dip and I was on the up and up. And then all of a sudden things happen, right? But then what you learn from all the previous things in your life that you've been through carry you. Talking about it carries you. Having people to support you carries you. Addressing an issue carries you. People say it's not that deep. That's not true. It is that deep. At some point, you have to realize the people you confide in, the people you trust, the people you let into your circle, the people you date, the people you become friends with, where you work, the opportunities you take, the opportunities you don't take, what you watch, what and how you eat, what you listen to, what you allow yourself to speak into existence, how you present yourself, the masks you wear, all of those things should never be taken lightly. Because when taken lightly, they create insecurities. And you don't want to be a person that walks around saying ignorance is bliss. Because ignorance also creates insecurities. And when you're ignorant and you refuse to face things that have caused you harm, you put yourself in a dangerous place not just to hurt you, but to hurt other people around you. Insecurities are a scary thing because sometimes you have no idea where they emerge from. I know a lot of the ones that I have that I didn't talk about emerged from my childhood and they carried and then they're reinforced in your adolescence. Once you carry them into adulthood, it gets crazy hard and they don't make any sense. But the beauty of it is you can always change them. I believe the same way personality changes and you grow, insecurities can help you grow as well because you tap into a part of your mind that people don't often tap into. That is the subconscious. I believe your subconscious holds so much information and knowledge. And once you're able to really dig deep into your soul, into your very being, once you're able to dig deep into your essence, you'll be able to see things and know things about yourself that just send you on a hurtling projectile rocket ship to a place of greatness and a place of peace. We all want to attain peace, but you can't attain peace if you're hiding. Now I'm going to repeat some things. What is an insecurity? An uncertainty or an anxiety about oneself? A feeling of inadequacy, meaning not being good enough. A feeling of uncertainty that produces anxiety about your goals, relationships, and ability to handle certain situations. Now, just because you go through all of those things doesn't make you any less of a person. You are not inadequate. You should have confidence in yourself. 
you are very much equipped to deal with stressors. Don't be uncertain about the world. Worry about today and go day by day. Don't be anxious about relationships with others. There's ups and there's downs, but you learn from all of them. You can make good decisions. You don't need to be overly critical of yourself. You don't need to portray yourself in any other kind of light. You don't need to be perfect because perfection is subjective anyway. You shouldn't be alone. Don't avoid social interaction because it's beautiful. I know that trusting people and building strong relationships based on trust and understanding is difficult, but it is possible and it won't be with everyone, but you can get there. And communicate. Communicate how you're feeling. Communicate what you're going through. With the right people, of course. See how awesome you become. with a quote from Marianne Williamson it is our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure it is our light not our darkness that most frightens us we ask ourselves who am I to be brilliant gorgeous talented fabulous actually who are you not to be you are a child of God your playing small does not serve the world There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We are born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It is not just in some of us, it is in everyone. And as we let our light shine, we unconsciously give other people the permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. So remember, to never let those insecurities take control of you or have a hold on you. Anyway, that's it for this episode. Thank you for following me on this journey. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Peace out.